Welcome to 519 Connect, where the Windsor Police Service connects with members of our community. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to 519 Connect. And today we have a special episode. It's called the Yippee Effect Youth in Initiative. What? Oh, I know you Policing Initiative there, students. There we go. That's why you guys are some of the best co op students out there. And today I'm here interviewing you. So welcome to 519 Connect. I'm one of your hosts, Constable Jamie Ajete Nelson, Diversity Officer for the Windsor Police Service. And to get started, um, introduce yourself, what school you go to, and, you know, something fun about yourself, a hobby or something. Joe. My name is Joseph. Um, I go to Brennan, and I have a major interest in the culinary arts. All right, all right. We got a chef over here um, next to my left. My name is Davina Sanjekli. I also go to Brennan. I'm going into grade 12, and I love to play basketball. Baller alert. Um, my name is Ava Racine. Um, I go to Herman. I'm going into grade 11, and I like to play soccer. Oh, yep, yep. So today is a special day. I'm excited. I'm here interviewing you so they can learn a, l- a little bit about you and what you're about. So since coming to the Windsor Police Service and, you know, working with us, What's it been like? What's something fun that you've experienced? So I think one of the best events so far has been Camp Bromble. And there we got to see how much officers truly care about our community and the youth that were there, the grade sixes who went to the camp. And it was really fun uh, doing the daily activities with them and getting to know them personally as well. Right, right. We are kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I really liked Can-Am games. That was really fun. It was cool to see all the different officers kind of doing duty, but, like, also off-duty playing sports and whatnot. And, um, you know, one of our own officers in our office at Community Services, uh, James Legatsby. Woo! <laughs> he did um, baseball, and it was fun seeing them all pumped up and kind of, yeah, getting third. But hey, hey. It's all right. He gave, gave it his all. He gave it his all. He did. All right. Doctor? Um, personally, I also agree with Ava here. I like the Can-Am games because we didn't do much. We just kind of <laughs> sat, sat in the cars and ran around town. Yeah, but, but you know what? You all served uh, an important part. Like for those games to run or even Camp Bromble, there's a lot of stuff we did before. I remember you guys being in the office and I might have been pulling some of the hair out. I, I, I had more hair, I promise. Um, you saw the work that went behind it. And like you said, the officers, um, it's not always about the end result. It's all about that work behind the scenes. And then when you get there, we're just, we're just enjoying the experience like you did. You know, that sitting down and doing nothing, that part is deserved because we worked hard before we got there. Yeah. All right, look at you. man. I've learned so much from you. You've learned so much from me. Oh, what else is out there for us to talk about? And, um, you know, just your experiences um, with police officers before you got here. What was, what, was, what was some perceptions that you had? Personally, there was only, like, one interaction I've had with a police officer. And it was just when, like, we got on a... It was a car that backed up into our car, and then we went to report it, and that was about it. But, like, I didn't have a good perception of police and... I never really was interested in them, to be honest. And then when I got into this program, I saw how 
every police officer, they have their own personalities, they have their own stories, and they're people just like us. And I've seen how much they truly care about the community and they want to make a difference. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing so far being in this UP program. And yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree with Davina. She literally, he, she hit all the points. Like before coming into this job, I was kind of, I was all right with Windsor Police. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, kind of whatever. But then like as I'm actually with them, working with them, it's like, you get to see all the different sides of policing. You get to see what goes into it. You get to see all the reporting and everything and how much they really care about what they're doing and what they're doing for the community. Yeah. Um, so I agree with what Davina said. One thing is working with the in this program, you get to see different personalities, different characters, because my initial um, idea of police officers was they're all middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. Not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) They're all middle-aged men, and they all have the same character. They're all... um, Eating donuts. (laughs) That's what Joseph thought. (laughs) That's what I thought at first. They all eat donuts and just sit around. But no. um, It's really nice to see police officers. um, Obviously, there are multiple sides to policing, but one thing people don't see as much is police officers um, being a part of their community in a way where it's they're still in uniform, but they're serving the community in different aspects, not just arresting bad guys. Because um, in the media, it's perceived that way, but working with you guys, it shows that aspect of what policing is. Mm, mm, no, I agree. There's, there's, there's different sides to us, and... Um, I think, you know, policing's changed and it's growing and it needs to get better. And it gets better when I get to work with you guys every day. Um, you know, I, I come in every day and I, I look to learn from you like you're looking to learn from me. And, and I think that's a, a great aspect. You know, I've, I've used some terms that you've given me on, on a daily basis in different situations. So uh, I, I appreciate you sometimes. Um, sometimes. Oh, what is that? You okay. appreciate us always. All right. All right. I, see, I, I like that confidence. I like that confidence. <laughs> no, but it, it's been great. Um, you know, you've. I think you came there and you're a great group of, of youth. So, you know, the diversity barbecue, I, I put that in your hands and put tasks in you. And, you know, it seems like you guys are running it and it's running well. So, you know, the skills you guys are gaining, um, you know, kudos to you. I think it's things that you, you've already had and now you're flourishing. All right. You're flourishing this summer. And when you go back we'll, we'll, to your teachers, they can thank me later. Okay? <laughs> and yeah. I don't want donuts. <laughs> no, I'm not a donut guy. And also another thing I want to say. Cinnamon, where it's at. Now, after this program, I want to be involved with policing, even not just as a career, but before I reach the age of being able to apply, I want to help the police uh, be more involved with the community. And my my friends and, you know, everyone I know, I think not enough people know what policing really is. And mm-hmm. through this program, like, we saw so many different aspects, like the Marine unit, the training branch, everything they do here with the canine, with, like, everything else. And I didn't really know that even existed in Windsor. And so through this program, we've got to find out all about that and, like, get an inside look into all of that. And I want to help. I want to help to provide opportunities like that beyond the UP program so that we can get more exposure throughout our community. 
Yeah. Oh man, you guys are trying to do my job. Recruiters, <laughs> you guys are doing great. Well, especially out here. like touching on what Davina was saying also, it's like as we've been like working in all these different units and like seeing what goes on, like all of the officers that we've been working with have been extremely eager to let us like learn from them and see what they do. And it's nice because a lot of them are looking to change and like better what they do also. And that's a big component of what I've seen also. Like Windsor Police Service, they're looking to evolve and change and it's a really important aspect and something i admire yeah that's you know that's the goal that is definitely the, the goal we talk about it all the time i say you know we have to be representative of our community but um it's you all of you bringing that information we are a service and that information that you can bring to them says no they're not here to force you to do stuff they're here to work for you and here are the different avenues. And I, I think um, you being a part of that program, um, the, the Yippee program, Yip Yip, you, you guys are, you are the next best people to do that. You know, you are our future. Um, I'm not going to be here in this position forever. But, you know, I look to having leaders like you and you going back and seeing those leaders. I, I think you'll, you, you might have some friends or family say, hey, you, you might be good in this position. And this is what you can do. Because like you said, you've learned some of the stuff. We can do, you know, who, who knew we were, we were event planners as well mm-hmm, as, yeah. you know, multifaceted. I, ooh, dang. You, <laughs> that one, that's, that's where <laughs> that it's at. That. Oh, that, that, that's great. And, you know, um, we, we appreciate you. Uh, we learn, like I always say, I'm the coolest one in the office. Yeah. I try to say that, but you know, you guys make me cooler. I, I listen to you and I, you know, sometimes I'm even writing down notes. I'm like, all right, this is what I, <laughs> this is the cool thing to say. So, yeah. All right, since you want to speak about yourself so much, yeah, I think it's time. What? Oh, oh, there it is. It's time for you to get interviewed, Mr. Interview. Be in the hot seat. Oh, hot oh, seat. Yeah. All right, what what is it you got for me today? Um, right. Go ahead, Ava. You okay, you know what? Um, first, we want to tell have you tell us a summary of what led you to becoming a police officer. Just a brief summary brief me being brief i I don't know if i can do that ah me being a police officer um it it was it was kind of like what you were talking about um i didn't know much about policing so i went asking and i i wanted to realize i realized what policing do i had some friends who were police officers in nova scotia they wanted to represent their community and they told me what they did and i said wow um you guys are like teachers out in the community and i had gone to the faculty of education and you know, I was, I coached and I wanted to educate, you know, athletes or people in my community. And I saw policing as a way to do that. So, you know, I threw my hat in the ring and I, I applied. And, you know, since I've got here, I've learned so much about uh, legislation, our community and, you know, how to connect people. And now I'm in that position where I'm being that educator I always wanted to be. And it's in this uniform. So that's, that's how I got to policing. That was a really good answer. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since you have been a police officer, Uh-oh. what is the most valuable lesson you've learned? Oh, my most valuable le- the most valuable, ooh, that one's deep. Um, everyone has a story. Um, uh, the criminal, the victim, um, the homeless person, they have a story, and it's not for me to judge that, that first part when I see them. I'm going to do my job. Whatever they're going through, sometimes I need to ask so I can get the totality of the situation to learn about that person. And, and that's where I learned in this job, um, it's the connections that you can provide for them after, they be, after you, you interact with them. Whether 
um, their victim or if you're arresting them, the job's not just done there. There's more behind the scenes and, um, you know, you don't just judge them on that first look. And uh, I, I think that's a valuable lesson that I learned. Don't judge a book by its cover. It's so cliche, but it, it is so true. Um, so. Oh, doctor. I have a very interesting question for you. All right, I'm ready. What's your opinion on yippies? Yippies, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? Um, when, when you first got there, I was like, what can I give them to leave me alone? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Ah. I was like, man, yeah, I don't know wait, what to yeah, expect. Wait, I know. I know. I was like, oh, but then you got here and um, we talked first. I got to know mm-hmm. a little bit about you. And uh, like I said, I, I tried not to judge. I'm human, right? So I'm like, oh, don't judge them. But it's been great. Um, you all have different gifts. You all have different experiences. Um, the, the, the life and you bring to the job, um, you show it in the work you do. And I think that's, that's very important. And the, those skills and just even that effort that you put forth every day when you show up to the office, it's going to work very well for you in the long run. And um, I don't think um, Windsor Police um, brought that out of you. You had it, but we allowed you to use that and gain that experience. And I think that it will follow you uh, for the rest of your lives. Yeah, for sure. It's very important. Yeah, it's very important for us to have amazing mentors like you to really bring that honestly, out. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, it helps a lot. I'm, I'm a crier, eh? Let's well, chill with especially that. Especially because you're such a well-rounded person. Like you have, like I said before, when I said the multifaceted word, like you are truly like multifaceted you do everything and it's like it's so admirable because it's like how do you do all these things and then you're still here and you still are present with everyone and you talk with everyone and you're so happy and positive it's just it's really admirable oh you know what it's it's a team Uh, I learned that from someone and and how those interactions are, are important and um I was I was raised like that through my mentors um, so, you know, if I have that opportunity to share that and know that you can still show up every day with a smile on your face, you can have your good days and bad days, but you can just sit back and be like, hey, what did I learn today? Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- and that, that's the way to go. Yeah, that's one thing I truly respect about you is the fact that even though you may be successful in some aspects, you still stay grounded and you still, use, you still see yourself as... Um, any other person in the community, you don't put yourself on a pedestal in some ways, which I truly respect, and I thank you for that. Oh, thanks. Doc, doctor. <laughs> I, I I call him doctor because one day he, he wrote something down and I couldn't yeah, read, and I said, can't read his and writing. I said, you're going to be a doctor one day, and he has the skills outside of the writing to do that. So, I no, I, I truly appreciate you all. Um, you know, you allowed me to use some of the skills in, in my life and, and uh, you know, that really teaching aspect. And, you know, it's easy to teach when you have people who, who listen, want to learn, and are still able to offer that that critique to me to make me better. So it, it was a joint a joint experience. Um, I, I wish you all the best. It's not the last you've seen of me. You're not getting you, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Uh, you, you're going to see me around, and, um, and I, I really appreciate you guys. So look at you. You guys put me in the hot seat. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so, another interesting question. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, who's your favorite yippee? Between us three. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Not, not took a big goal before that. Yeah. And now we're going to go to our recruiting oh uh, uh, presentation <laughs> with uh, Inspector Armstrong talking about how you can become a Windsor police officer. <laughs> you really, you really sneaked out of that one. That was really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
But talking about yippies, you know, we had a question. It was like, what is your favorite part of your job? So was it just us? That's what um, it sounds like. Hey, you know what? It, it was fun. I, I can't. I can't lie. I come in every. Sometimes I come like, hey, you know me. I'm I'm hyped up, and yeah. you know, you guys give that energy, and and we we roll with it, right? Even on those days we're sitting in the office, there's always work being done, and uh, you guys are great. Um, you've taught me a lot. Um, I'm gonna miss you a lot. My social media got way better since you guys got there. You taught me. I'm still a little bit of slow on the TikTok, but I'm gonna get there. So it, it's uh, the the yippies. You know, I think it's an important program. Because, like you said, it it uh, exposed you to a lot of things behind policing, but at the same time, uh, we're not getting younger, and you brought a lot of youthful ideas to the table. Um, you know, policing changes because you know a new young group comes in, things are happening, um, and like it's a social media age, right? We we're so far behind, but having yippie students in there, like you, you guys, talk to me about you know, different platforms. I'm like, oh, I didn't know about that. You know, I'm giving you a hard time about Google Docs every day, but, you know, I, I see the value in it. So I'm, I'm much uh, much better uh, on that and um, to, to stay in depth with the youth. All right. So, yeah, we're amazing. But uh, b- oh. before we came along, what was your favorite part of your job? What did you love most? And what kept you, uh, when you wake up every day, you say, oh, this is, this is why I keep going? Um, so I'll take it back to my, uh, being an athlete. Um, I used to go to practice every day and, um, I always gave my, my hundred percent and whatever it was on that day, I was very, um, I'm, I was very good at saying, Hey, I gave my hundred percent, whether, you know, I got a personal best or I did my best or not. It, it's the values in that effort. So when I come to work every day, every day's different. Our job's very dynamic. Um, I take comfort in giving whatever I have that day and I give my best. And some days it's better than the other. Some days it's not. But I, I'm able to come home every day and say, I gave my best today um, to my community because I'm all about service and it, it goes a long way. Um, so that keeps me going um, effort. I, I'm, I'm competitive, um, but I'm not competitive at work. I'm able to uh, just take know that effort is the most important thing to me in, in my job, and when I give that effort, my 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 colleagues they give it back. Um, you know the the smiles I give every day, I I get them back, and you know that that's what it is for me. It's the people in the job um, that that keep me going. There's good people here doing good work for the community, and I've been able to be out in the community working with those people. So that that's what keeps me going. Yeah, and we see that too, like how you guys all have each other's backs and. You, you're more like a family. Oh, yeah. Especially in that community services office. You guys yeah. are all so close-knit. And, like, it's so weird because there's such a, a difference in personalities there. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they all work together so well. Yeah, we, we talk about it all the time. You, you're going to work with different personalities. And there's a lane for everyone. And, and there's a time, right? You know, some days, some are louder than others. Some days are quieter. But we feel it out. And uh, we have the same the same goal. Um, or where I'm going to say we're, we're kind of like the face of, uh, of policing uh, in the community because we're out there, you know, doing the outreach. So you know, when you have a good group like that, you want to be able to work well together and, and get out there and be wild and have fun, but also, you know, have that, that goal of, of serving the community. It's, it, it's service. Oh, man. Look at y'all. I, I can't wait to see who's next on here. I, honestly, I'm I'm excited for that. I won't lie. Okay, last question, though. All right, so, Jamie, what does honor and service mean to you? Um, honor and service is whatever you're doing, 
um, when you leave to go home or even when you're doing it, um, is it something that you can go out and tell everyone you've done? Are you, are you proud of your work? Is your effort there? Did you um, try to help someone? And sometimes helping someone might be actually going out there and doing a service for them or stop, stopping someone from making another person a victim. So honor is that as being prideful, if, if you can talk about the work you've done um, in any situation, um, no matter who you're dealing with. Are you able to, to feel the pride in your work and be able to speak to it? Because it, it's something that should be open to everyone. When you do it, you should be able to go home and say to your family, to your friends, whoever you look up to, this is the job I did today, and I'm proud of it. And that, that's honorable. So that's, that's where honor in service is for me. Okay. <laughs> no, done. that was great. Okay. Thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and we'll hope to do this again in two years <laughs> or so. Yeah. No, we'll be back. This is not the last you're seeing. Oh, us. yeah, obviously. All right. I look forward to the future and whatever you three bring to the table, wherever you can count on, on Officer Jamie. I'm there. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate that. We, we appreciate you. All right. <laughs> All right. Bringing in the nice guy. <laughs> oh, wrong. <laughs>back again on the yippee episode of 519 connect i'm your host davina sanjakli and avaracine and today we're here with sergeant andy drewlard and constable sean patterson thanks for having us guys yes thank absolutely you. really yes, appreciate it yes yeah of course uh yes uh what initially got you into policing well in my career uh, like i'm one of those examples where i'm i wasn't young thinking when i grow up i want to be a police officer i uh Went to the University of Windsor, had a communication studies degree and an interest in filmmaking. So I started uh, my own company and I was doing promotional videos, instructional videos, documentaries. So I really liked filmmaking. So I started doing work for the Windsor Police. And uh, then I started meeting some police officers and uh, a friend of mine suggested it to me. He's like, uh, have you ever considered being a police officer? Because I was starting to do work for them uh, for uh, video and clearing up audio and different things. And then the more I looked into it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe this would be a prof- profession for me because uh, there's so many opportunities here to grow. It's it's not just one job, it's a career, right? So I, I kind of found that the filmmaking was just a hobby for me. And then I started exploring the profession of policing. And uh, again, because I, you see all the different opportunities in the different units and the ability to grow and help the community at the same time. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you look at it, it's like almost like a volunteering experience to get all these experience and helping so many people in their lives, you know, in times of need. So, um, w- w- you know, I was 29 when I got on and then uh, I just jumped right into it. So, uh, you know, and haven't looked back and haven't regretted one thing. I really love the job. And how about you, Sean? Well, I've always, I've always been a people person. So, uh, 
being a police officer is just kind of in a natural kind of course. I've always wanted, I've always liked officers. I've always liked what they stood for. Uh, when I originally was growing up, I thought I wanted to become a, a, like a um, conservation officer, become a big outdoorsman. So I went to a school called uh, Sir Sanford Fleming up in uh, Lindsay, Ontario, and I took a school of natural resources. So I took uh, law enforcement there, natural resources, law enforcement, parks and forest recreation technology. It was a great time. Realized when I was there that, no, I really do want to be a police officer. And uh, plus, conservation officers, I really wanted to not be working when I want to be out, out in the field. So it was a lot of fun. So like I said, that's why I changed over. And I pour, more put everything towards being the police officer. And uh, once I graduated from school, I got numerous positions in different, different fields of security. Uh, casino was the last one. And with that, I gained all my experience. And uh, when I, I finally got hired on, I'm in my mid-30s. And uh, originally was hired with Durham Regional Police up in uh, uh, the region of Durham. I worked out of Whitby. Was there for approximately four years. And finally got back home here to Windsor in 09 and haven't looked back. So it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy it. And every day I look at myself and look at my patch. And can't believe I'm living that dream. That's that's really inspiring to hear um so as you guys have both been police officers for a really long time what do you believe to be the most important requirements for this job that's a good question like i remind a lot of people don't forget the reason when you first applied right you, you come in here to help people in their times of need and you come to have an impact in their life to help them to also um help the community as a whole right and um that that's what I remind people a lot. You know, that's some, what did you come in here for? You came here to help people in the community. So in order to do that though, yeah, we do talk a lot about mental health recently and, you know, we talk to officers after we're at tough calls with one another, talk amongst your peers. Um, you know, don't just take it, take that yourself and just put it away because, you know, sometimes it does come back to hit you, you know, cause there's, you know, as much as we say, you know, all the fun and a lot of the stuff that you guys seen as the fun and interacting with the community, there's some tough calls we go to. So that can have a real impact on you. So it's important to share that with your peers and don't just bottle it in because uh, it might come back to you. Yeah. And you have to stay physically fit. Like that was another point you mentioned. So we're big on that as well because this job is physical, right? (laughs) Sometimes people run from us. Sometimes people are violent and those situations there, I mean, and although we're using, uh, you know, our de-escalation and tactical communication skills, sometimes we have to take physical control of people. Sometimes we have to run, you know, and uh, keep, so keeping fit is definitely really important. But yeah, it's uh, definitely that mental health aspect and not forgetting the reason why you came on, right? So after, you know, several years, 10 years, and you're moving to a different position, whatever the case might be, just don't forget the reason why you came on to help the community, help people in need. Yeah, I I second that. Like I said, both mental and physical are, they're very equal. You need both of them. Um, Without one, you can't be a productive officer. You have to have both mental strength and physical conditioning and strength. So I guess as uh, Sergeant Andy was saying, we have a good core group. We see calls. We do things that the average human being shouldn't be exposed to. But we know this going into the job. So that being said, the mental part of it is is very, very, you got to have a strong mental capacity and, and mental mind. With that, 
there's still some fractures. People still have hard times with stuff that they, we, we experience every single day because you don't know. Every call is a different call. That being said, you have your partners. We have uh, chaplains. We have other avenues that be able to help out people because we are just humans just like everybody else. I put my pants on the same as everybody else does. So it's it, we just signed up for a very important job. That being said, too, physical. You have to be physically fit. It is very important to to keep yourself and physically fit. It's just like a car. If you don't take care of the car, it's going to break down. Your body's the same way. If you don't take care of your body, it's going to let you down. So you always want to make sure. Uh, I'm 51 years old. I run. I do everything. I exercise. I want to make sure that I'm still physically fit. So it is. But those two things I find is super, super important. And like as, as Sergeant Andy was saying, we do this job to help people. And, and never to forget that. And that's the biggest thing is because people come up to us to be able when they need help in their darkest and worst times. So that's what we signed up for. And you always got to remember. So if you're not mentally comp- uh, ready and physically ready, you're not going to be able to help these people. So, Yeah, and you have to put forth your best version of you before you can help other people. Absolutely. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And you guys go into a lot of different situations. Every day is a, is a new story, right? And... What would you say is the most valuable lesson you've learned as a police officer? Um, I, I think one of the most valuable lessons I've learned is uh, don't underestimate all these interactions that you have with people because uh, they have an impact on their lives. And, you know, although, like you were saying, we have we write like four or five, six short stories every day of all these calls that we go to. But each one of those potentially have an impact on somebody's lives. So, so I try not to forget that when I go out there, you know, even if it's a minor call where I'm, uh, you know, a kid doesn't want to go to school and I was there and I, you know, coaxed him and, you know, de-escalated the situation at home and brought him to school right down to a death in the family, um, you know, and being that a comfort, comforting person when they're dealing with a, a family's dealing with a tough time like that. Um, somebody that's struggling with mental health and drug addiction, you know, uh, maybe the interaction you have with them might have an impact, right? Um, right across the board, we deal, like you said, we deal with so many different calls every day, but each one potentially has an impact on that person. Um, you know, we're a community service here. Each time we go to a grade school, a high school, a community event, we might be that planting that seed of a future officer, you know? So I, I, I tell our guys that too. It's like, you know, we're always recruiting too, potentially. Like even with you guys, you see me, I'm like, have you thought of a career in policing? And you're like, oh, I guess not, but maybe I have, you know, now that I've, there you go. Right. So, uh, and I do that when I'm in the community, when I'm out, even out of my uniform, just personally, I'm like, you know what, have you ever thought of a career in policing? You know, cause like I said, I came from that background where it's like, you know, it kind of opened my eyes and it's like, there's so many different aspects to it where you're helping people and you get fulfillment you know, uh, personally, as well as, you know, helping those from helping people in the community. So, uh, yeah, getting back to the question there, just don't want to underestimate those interactions that you have with the community because uh, they, they can have a big impact on those pe- their lives, you know, and uh, in yourself. So, yeah. I say the most important thing, I guess, is patience is what I've learned. <laughs> Having patience, uh, because when we're dealing with people, this is their, usually the the worst time of their life, usually the darkest time of their life. They never call the police on when it's a good thing. It's always when there's something bad going on. So with that, I find that having patience and dealing with them, and even if they have to repeat themselves 50, 60 times, not to get 
like, you know, oh, come on, let's go. No, more, just listen to them because they are trying to still filter out what's going through, what they're experiencing. People, everybody processes things differently. And so at that time, one person may be able to process it quickly. Another one may take and have to repeat themselves five, six times. And with that, you just got to be able to have some patience and show some compassion. So that's what I find is really important. Uh, We just have one more question real quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Who's your favorite? Yeah, who's your favorite Yiffy? Oh. What's your opinion on us? As you remember, I I was the cameraman there for when you guys introduced (laughs) this one and you caught Jamie off guard. But I really like Jamie's response, so I'm going to stick with that because I I, I even had another one too where I use this. It's like, I love them all equally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. I'll be politically correct and say, yes, all of you guys are the best. No, <laughs> but you guys are by far my favorite that we've had of students since I've been in this office. <laughs> by far the best. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we had a blast at, at camp there. So that you guys you guys rocked it out there. So thank you. Yeah. You know what? I, I just want to add to people that are watching, uh, just in regards to the Yippie program, the co-op program, um, we have a peace program that's also going to be taking place in the fall. Uh, we encourage you to get involved with us. There's yes. so many opportunities, and I think you guys can attest that we don't just put you in jobs where you know you're just doing this, that, or the other. You're actually having an impact. You guys helped us start up a a TikTok account. <laughs> yep. uh, you guys were helping us with our social media campaigns, you yep. know, drafting social media messages. Engaging with community. You were engaging with the community, you know, yep. um, and uh, you had an inside look, I hope, at a lot of what you saw in policing here, which has, like I said, hopefully helped even more so planting that seed of maybe potentially being a police officer in yourself one day, but also, like, it, it builds other skill sets too, I think, right? Like, when you were here when you had some assignments with, you know, uh, Jamie and assisting with a diversity barbecue, when you were helping with the Can-Am games. Um, Camp Bromble. Camp Bromble as well. You guys were right in there helping us, right? And mentoring youth. You were right there too. So, uh, you know, and and that wasn't because of no reason. We saw that you guys uh, were exceptional students and, you know, we trusted you with those responsibilities and yep. you guys ran with it, right? So, uh, yeah. So, again, uh, really Appreciated you guys joining us this year. Hope you learned a lot. Grabs hundred percent. We definitely did, and we've been uh, impacted in many positive ways. And um, we hope to stay involved with the Windsor Police even uh, beyond this position because yeah. we would love to volunteer again at Camp Bromble, and we would love to stay involved and even uh, get our friends to know more about policing because a lot of the time is just. Uh, the lack of knowledge around what police police really do. Like we only see you guys maybe arrest bad people, but there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is true. That is true. There is a lot more to policing than just what the the average person thinks of what they're seeing, what policing is about. There is so many different facets and things that go on in the background that it, that we engage in the community with and help out in different organizations. So yeah, there's a lot to it. And I was the same as you when I first started. I figured it was policing was just traffic and that was it. And then once you get into it, you see like, oh wow, there's a lot of different avenues and, and ways that you can go in the policing career. So it's great. What does honor and service mean to you? Yeah, what does honor and service mean to you? Ooh. That that is a good one. So when that that was a, a new one that was brought in, <laughs> we got Joseph over here going. That's enough. <laughs> See, you guys have taken a lot of leads there. No, but really quickly, what it means to me, honor and service is um, like it's an honor just to serve the community, right? So, like I said in the earlier comment, there, 
Um, you, you almost have to get volunteering experience to get the experience that we get as police officers that they, uh, you know, they trust us with this uniform and this badge to go out there and help people in times of need. So it, it's just an honor just to serve the community in this capacity. So that, that's what it means to me and everything that I do and every day, it's just an honor to serve. Absolutely. It's the same thing. I get to be able to help out my community that I grew up in. Um, so that to me is the biggest, uh, biggest honor right there is I'm actually giving back to the community that I live in. And so that there is uh, very gratifying. Um, like I said, I'm a people person and I've always been that way and I always will be that way. So if I can help out, great. And this here, I get to do this job here to be able to help out people, especially in the roughest time. Sign me up for it. And that's why you guys fit in so perfectly with the community service branch. Yeah. You really, you deeply value this uh, statement, which is honor and service. And you guys are very foundational uh, officers within the community service branch. And we're very thankful to have met you. And thank you for allowing us to introduce you to all our viewers. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us again. Take care. Of course. The community service branch, yeah. you really, you deeply value this uh, statement, which is honor and service. And you guys are very foundational uh, officers within the community service branch. And we're very thankful to have met you. And thank you for allowing us to introduce you to all our viewers. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us again. Take care. here with Constable James Legaspi and Constable Ali Arubai, aka Prince Ali, and, and Juice, OJ. Yeah, that's me. Officer <laughs> <laughs> Juice. <laughs> yeah, and let's get into the story about how we got that nickname. Officer Juice? Yeah. Okay. Who gave uh, him that nickname? I wonder. Oh yeah, you started yeah. it. Yeah. I started and yeah. I didn't know it would take off like this, so, because your name is Oscar James, so everybody calls you OJ. But some, some, nobody knew if your name was Oscar or James. So I would refer to you, I was like, who are you talking about, right? So everybody knew you was Legaspi. And then I heard OJ, and I said, nah, OJ is just too kind of, doesn't have the, the thrill, the, the, the excitement into it. So that's when I started calling you Juice, and I think other people started hearing me calling you Juice. And uh, you became from Juice, and that. Was it yesterday I introduced you as Officer Juice? Yeah, Officer Juice now. Yeah, Officer Juice now. And people loved it. So. Yeah, people do love it. Yeah. You're a man of the people, you're Officer Juice. You're the people's juice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That's the story. That is the story. That True story. story. True story. All right. Well, first question we wanted to ask was what initially got you into policing? Like, what's a little backstory into Juice and. Yeah, we know both of you. You both came from different backgrounds. Yeah. And for example, yeah. Juice, he was in Alberta and Ali was in Toronto. So like, we want to hear how you guys ended up here. I started after college. I got to mall security and then I did Windsor Police Auxiliary. Um, I did, uh, I applied to Windsor once and a few other places didn't get in. So I was at 23 at the time. So I went to like start my life, so I ended up applying to Alberta, did the testing there, flew out there for the interview, and then I got hired within a month later, so, and then I took off to Edmonton, Alberta for basic training for 16 weeks, and then I graduated and I got posted in Fort McMurray, Alberta. Very cold, um, very remote, um, 
So I did that for about under two years, and then I want to come back home, so I applied back to the GTA, but Peel Regional Police uh, wanted me really quick, so I applied there, flew back and forth to interviews, hired there, got hired at 2015, I got signed by Peel Regional Police, or started. Went to OPC, graduated, started on the road 2016, and then I left Peel Regional Police for OPP Elgin County in 2017. Oh, yeah, another two years and then I did that for six I went to Chatham for three and then was replaced uh, reached out to me I think it was Inspector Farron and Neil McCracker yeah yeah so my name was brought up and then I interviewed and I got hired here and I got hired here in 2019 and I've been here ever since long journey yeah. yes what about you Ami? yeah my experience was different because um, I started with Toronto Police and um, in Toronto, it's uh, even a more multicultural uh, city than here. So uh, every walk of life, every color, religion, you can imagine language. Um, not only um, live there and you see and interact with, but I also worked with as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a big representation there, which is good because in Windsor we're having a big representation here of our community as well as we move forward. Um, so I, I started in the hotel business. I was a valet driver for a hotel, and uh, so I need to work. And I loved the hotel business. I stayed in it, and um, and I was there for a few years. And then I had an opportunity to work in Abu Dhabi at a hotel there, uh, in a management position. So I went over there. Um, it wasn't my thing. So I was there for a year, and I realized it wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. Um, came back here, and uh, I applied to. Uh, when I came back is when I applied. And at the time, Windsor wasn't hiring, so um, I applied to Toronto first. I had some friends from university that were there, my brother was there. And I was going to apply to a bunch of other places, but Toronto replied to me quickly. So, mm -hmm. uh, without second thoughts, I moved to Toronto, a big city, and I was there for um, 10 years. What did you do besides patrol? In Toronto? Yeah. Um, I was a SACO officer over there which is like a scene of crime officers, like one step below forensics. Mm -hmm. um, so we were like forensics on patrol. Um, and um, I did uh, undercover work there. Um, I did plain clothes investigations, kind of like our target base. Okay. What they did here with um, robberies and breaking enters and stuff. I did uh, community policing there too. It was nice to see both sides. So mm -hmm. the investigative side and the uh, community side. So. Uh, and when I came back, I was a neighborhood officer there, so I was I was I was I was embedded into one of the neighborhoods there, um, in our division, uh, and that's where I attended, and that's where I went to work every day, um, in that neighborhood. It was it was, a, it was a program started fairly new before I left, and it's still going on there, which is a great program there. So, where you you're the neighborhood officer, that everybody knows, and sees mm -hmm. on a daily basis, you're able to resolve more issues, and at the end of the day, with the hopes of empowering uh, the community to help itself um, and at the same time reducing calls for service in that community right when you're resolving the issues um, so there's a lot more that goes on into it with community mobilization and stuff but mm. um, I've tried tried for three years to come back here uh, but they weren't hiring so I had a chance to work with the uh, CP rail police so I also went to Alberta to Calgary 
Oh yeah, because they have the basic training for them too, is right? And, That's and, right. And yeah. their headquarters is there, which mm -hmm. is like a campus, because it's mm -hmm. an American style campus, beautiful there. So then I came back to Windsor working here, and then a few months later, Windsor had the first um, experienced officer program. This is in 2016. Okay. Yeah. And so that's when I came in, the first nine of us were hired here. So, but I came back for quality of life, so I wanted to be close to home. Yeah. You guys both have very, very um, well-rounded, big portfolios under your belts, for sure. Yeah, it's nice to see how you guys both came back home, and uh, you really are very, like, very important to your community now, and how we see how you guys want to give back and how much you care about your community. And another thing we want to ask about is, uh, we know you both come from uh, diverse cultures and uh, two different ethnicities that uh, we're glad are being represented within Windsor Police. And we want to know how what the Windsor Police are doing to get even more diversity within the police service. Well, we are doing more outreach than before now. We have uh, our current team of community services. I'm new there. Juice is new there. Uh, we all we all are there for the same purpose, the same drive, the same passion. We're all community-minded people, and so we're all on the same page together. We have a, a sergeant staff, sergeant inspector, also the same mindset to go out there and do more outreach and more outreach. So the only way, the only way we can diversify people into at least policing, but ultimately all of first responders, fire and paramedics as well, is to by doing the outreach to make the job appealing. How do we make the job appealing for someone to say, hey, this is a good option for me? And if we have more of us that speak and look like the community that we police, then they could potentially see themselves in us. And hopefully, with the hope that that also is part of the appeal, to say, hey, there's people like you that work with us too, and we want you, so. Mm -hmm. And what would you guys say is the thing you love most about your job? Probably the variety. It's never boring. You never have two days that are the same. And, you know, um, for me, that's what keeps it from being feeling like a job for me. So when I tell people, you know, when I, when I speak to, to the youth, I tell them that if you find what you love, then you never work a day in your life. And that, luckily, I, I'm lucky that I found this. I wasn't planning on it. Again, the universe led me down this path, this path, and I haven't worked today in 16 years. I just came from patrol all the way down as patrol. Um, so yeah, every day is different. Like even in every other unit, every day is different. Things you're investigating, people you're talking to, no calls are the same. There might be similarity, but every call is different. So I like that too. A variety of different uh, things happen during my day and keeps it interesting. Keeps you wanting to come back the next day. Yeah, it's never boring. Right, and that's that's one thing I like about this job is never boring. And there's definitely opportunities in this job to to change it up. What is your um, both of you or your opinion on Yippee students? And Us specifically, favorite? yeah. Who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great you guys came. I mean, I I remember like the first time I met you guys, I saw like you guys, and I was kind of like in shock. I'm like, who are these? Students, <laughs> um, so no, you guys have been great this this summer, and I've I've enjoyed your help and like getting to know you guys and you know and your aspirations and you know I'm gonna be missing you guys I know for probably for all of us we're gonna miss Aww. you guys you know and helping us and making our day a little easier for sure. 
well, I've been working with EPs for many years because the EP, EP program is also in Toronto. So and we used to get the EPs and I worked for community services there too. And uh, you guys are go-getters where we may come in the morning and we're still groggy. We haven't had the caffeine in us yet, but you guys are ready to go. So you always guys are pushing to do something, to do more. You're always asking to do more and you want to do more, which is great because we may not think about some things for you guys to do like you guys helping me with the safety village presentations for example i don't even think about that right but i'm glad that you guys took the initiative so yes you guys have initiative but just like everything in life what you put in is what you get out so you guys put in a lot of work and you guys put in a lot of uh, um initiative and you guys are curious all these things are important in life and you guys have that which is good because you guys in this very quick span a few weeks you guys have a chance to either seize the opportunity and get as much out of it as you can whatever you think we supplied you with it's because you guys asked for it, you guys hungered for it and chased after it it's not because us came after you to give it if that makes any sense yeah we still really like really appreciate everything like every person in community services has done for us like genuinely yeah. I think it's like the best branch to be in as Honestly, like a Yippie yeah. student because you guys are always being like pulled to do different things and like one day we were, what were we, we were taking pictures with horses and then the next we were out at the Safety Village with you working on presentations and helping you with like the bikes and whatnot and then it's just, it's a different thing every day and mm -hmm. that's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Well you guys got to see, I guess maybe, all, yeah, you guys got to see different parts of policing. And there's a lot more than meets the eye, right? A lot more going on in the background than what the public would see. So you guys got a good inside look at things. You know, even the presentation we did on domestic violence and trafficking, you guys see a different perspective. Like that, that's a that's a very heavy and deep topic. And you guys were a witness to that. Yeah. So there was not much laughter going on that day. It's a very heavy, again, it's heavy stuff to deliver, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to do it. Those are the things, you know, we can laugh one day and cry the next day, but the, at the end of it, we process it all into one and then and, um, it's ups and downs. So in a way you're indirectly doing marketing for us mm -hmm. as well. So you're also part of the outreach, right? You guys spent the time here and then we, and you go back into communities and, and how was your summer? Where most, most people in high school may have had a pretty bland summer, but where you guys had a, a much more different one. I'm very glad to meet all of you and we built very meaningful relationships with each one of you and you have been amazing mentors and thank you for that. Honestly. And we, and we hope to stay mentors if you guys want us. Yeah. Of course. We'll, we'll continue to be there. Yeah. We're always a phone call away. And you're part of the family now, right? So. <laughs> James and Prince Ali. <laughs>
in university, I started just transitioning my focus to a career in policing, and I'm happy that I did. And we're happy that you did, too. We're so happy to meet you and oh. now have a personal <laughs> connection with you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you were telling us before about your uh, volleyball experience. What, what was that like? Yeah, so I, I played sports growing up my whole life, all different sports, basketball, volleyball, soccer, track, cross country, everything, um, but mainly basketball and volleyball. And then I went to University of Windsor for uh, the start of my post-secondary education, and I got my degree there and I played volleyball there as well. And then from there I went to St. Clair College, and that's where I really started deepening my connection with the community and getting more involved. And there I got my Police Foundations Diploma and I played for the volleyball team there as well. And I was a captain of my team and the class rep for my program and I was volunteering in the community and that really got me more excited about a career in policing. And from there I applied to be a special constable uh, with Windsor and I got hired. and. There I started working in the detention unit and the experience that I gained there was really invaluable uh, to my position now. And from there I started working and I was actually able to complete my commitments with volleyball in the school. And after I completed that, then I transitioned to the road and got hired as a police officer. You're balancing a lot at once. How do you how do you maintain that balance? Like what is your kind of routine? Like how do you still feel sane and at peace? Yeah, it was hard. It was tough. It was a tough time for sure. It was the busiest time of my life. Um, but it was all just perseverance and a lot of time management. And I just, I really wanted to be in this position. I was really passionate about it. And I was going to do whatever it took to get there. And I also wanted to honor the commitments that I had made previously and complete that. So it was just determination, really, that pushed me and I had a lot of fun doing it, so I was happy to. Um, my question is, as a woman in the police service, do you think that the community perceives you differently? That's a good question. And I think it's really dependent on the situation. Every call is different, every yes. person is different. Um, but for the most part, I, I feel like my gender has actually been an asset to me. And I know that people may be a little bit more trusting yes. of me. And I have qualities that some other people may not possess, like patience and you know communication and things like that, that can really kind of develop a rapport with people and develop trust. And I think that maybe they're more inclined to just be more open to me and to trust me a little bit more. So, you never know. Like I said, everything's different, every person's different, but I think that it hasn't been a hindrance to my position whatsoever. And would you say that um, there should be more women in the service? For sure, absolutely. So, we as police officers want to represent the yes. community that we're serving, right? Which is largely women. Mm -hmm. And so, we want to have that type of representation in the service as well. So I think that it's great for, for women to want to join and we need more women and it's, it's a great place to be and thankfully I've had so many really strong women that have paved the way for me 
and that's why I'm here and that's why I have these opportunities so I'm grateful for the women that came before me as well. That's amazing. Now Andy, you talked about your background with different sports and we, we saw how you incorporated that with your job now with the community service branch with uh, when you were at Camp Rumble and you were a very good leader in getting all the kids involved in the different sports. Now I imagine you enjoyed that a lot and what I want to ask you is what do you love most about your job and what keeps you waking up every day and you say this is why, this is why I want to continue? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I did enjoy it. That was a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, being an athlete growing up, it was, it was a natural transition uh, to becoming a police officer because Windsor Police Service is the ultimate team, right? That's, that's why we're all here. We're all teammates. And I think that's kind of what drives me is the people around me and the community. I'm proud to be uh, from Windsor and I'm proud to serve the community. So that's really what drives me and you know that's it's what I'm passionate about is, is trying to make a positive impact and make a difference in people's lives and the the moments that I think are you know the most memorable and that mean the most to me is when I can see that we really are making a change a positive change in people's lives or when you know I can maybe change someone's perception of what police officers are about and who they are if it wasn't necessarily you know, a positive perception before our interactions. So that's what really means the most to me. Yeah, and we saw that uh, firsthand when we were at the diversity barbecue. Mm -hmm. And that man came and talked to you about how much uh, you guys mean a lot to him and how he loves the police service here in Windsor compared to, uh, he said he was from Syria and how different it is and how you guys are really here to serve the community. Yeah, you know, we're just, I, I'm really grateful to be in Canada in general, right? We're so, we're so blessed to be here and um, a lot of people are just suffering and they're going through oppression and so many things that luckily we don't have to face so you know we have to be grateful to be here because there's so many people that come to Canada there's so many new Canadians that haven't experienced the peace that we have and you know they're they're just so excited and grateful to be here so I appreciate that and Again, those are the type of interactions that really put uh, everything into perspective for me and really make me appreciative of the position that I have here. On the topic of serving your community, what does honor and service mean to you? Honor and service to me, I think, means just upholding the law in an ethical and unbiased way. And service really comes from a place of genuine concern for others. And I think it's just kind of carrying the knowledge with you that you're not only representing yourself and your family, but you're always a reflection of the service and the community that you, that you serve in everything that you do, right? So that's, that's what honor means to me in service. Great, great, great answers, honestly. Yeah. So um, we're gonna lead to our last question kind of more personal, I guess. Yep. What is your opinion on Yippie students? Ooh. <laughs> I think you guys are great. <laughs> you know, I think you're great. Yeah, it's been awesome having you guys. <laughs> it's been awesome having you guys, and you've been such a tremendous help to us, really, and everything is behind the scenes, so you guys don't really get a lot of the credit that you deserve. So we're all really appreciative, and we're going to miss you guys for sure.
We're gonna miss you all too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna miss you guys a lot, honestly. It was so cool being in the office and like seeing how you interact with everyone and they all interact with each other. It's like it's a very safe and very comfortable space and I can sense that. It is, yeah. No, we're definitely a family and that's that's what means a lot to me and that's kind of another one of the reasons why I, I joined the police service is because it is a family and it's a team like I said and my dad was actually a police officer and that's one of the things that drove me to become a police officer. He, he and my mom mean the world to me and he always expressed uh, such a love for the job and I wanted to be just like him and I still do so I'm happy to be here and I'm so happy to have met so many great people like you guys and I hope that maybe we'll work together one day. Possibly. <laughs> I know me and Davina are thinking about it. Yep. Joseph over there. Um, I'm not sure about that <laughs> because yeah. it's not my field. That's okay. But it is an important job um, with that said. Um, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. So that is our segment with Constable Andy Southers. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. That was so much fun, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. back again on the 509 Connect podcast with a special edition. Today we're at Brennan and we have our high school resources officers with us, Ron, Tracy, and Nigel. And today we just want to ask you guys about um, how you came to be police officers and was this always your goal? Was it always your dream to become a police officer and what led you to become a police officer? Well, I had my start as an auxiliary. I was a part of the Windsor Police Auxiliary Program here. I had no intention of being a police officer. I took uh, business in school for about five years between university and college. <laughs> so after uh, working with the auxiliary, I just realized that working with people was the way to go. It was a lot of fun. Every day was something different, and uh, I decided to apply. I think I figured it out when I took uh, law classes in high school. So. Uh, once I took law classes, I kind of figured out um, that's the path that I wanted to take. I had a lot of my parents' friends were police officers, so I had a lot of stories from them and experiences. So I had an idea of what policing was like, and it was almost like a light bulb went off when I took law classes, and then I, I kind of knew that that's where I wanted to go. Was law school ever um, an option for you? Uh, yeah, actually, it was. Uh, I took uh, criminology in university. I got my bachelor's and my master's, and uh, that was an option, but I just felt like I did not want to be in an office setting, and I want to be just out and uh, hands-on, I guess. So I did auxiliary as well um, while I was going to school for engineering, and I did a co-op in engineering, and I was just like, I can't sitting at a desk and I used to idolize a few police officers while I was, uh, I idolized a few police officers as I was in the auxiliary so one thing led to another and I decided to change my career path and I went from engineering to policing and I like to help people so what better job than policing than to help people. Um, how has your policing journey led you to becoming um, 
a high school resource officer? For me, it, it just kind of happened. I, I didn't see it in my future at all when I first started policing. I like kids. I like joking around with kids. And uh, when the opportunity arised for me, it was kind of like the selling point was I can show students that uh, not all police officers are squares, like Tracy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought I could have some fun with the kids and let them know that uh, policing is a lot of fun and police officers can joke around too and I'm quite the jokester, so it worked out. I actually had another officer bring me, bring me along into this unit and he was the one that said, you know, this would be great, we would do really well in this field and, and uh, we'd be really great with kids and I was, wasn't too sure. And then I think I was probably a week into it, and I was like, oh my god, this is the best job ever. And I was super thankful that he kind of brought me into this field. So, yeah, pretty happy. And I think I was pretty similar to both of you. The opportunity has to exist, right? You have to have an opening in the position. You have to want to do it. You have to have the right mentality that it's different policing, and you have to shift gears. You're not enforcing as much. You're, you're coaching, facilitating, being a part of the school, whether it's an after-school activity or just in the uh, principal's office at 9 a.m. with a situation. So it's been a lot of fun so far. That's a good answer. Do you believe that um, being a high school resource officer consists of more um, educating people instead of like actual police work that you see out in the world? Oh, 100%. 100%. It's uh, like Ron said, it's more or less being uh, being there for the students and staff, making sure that they have a safe environment to work in, uh, but more or less just making that connection with students and with the staff and just sort of mentoring and being a good role model and, and being there for them when they have these questions that maybe you know, they're not comfortable maybe asking someone else. It might be a sensitive topic. And we've, you know, we've seen a lot. We've heard a lot. We've, you know, yes. there's, you're not really going to yeah. surprise us, mm -hmm. right? So we're easy to talk to in that sense. With the end goal of keeping one system. Yes. So that's our, our success rate. If we can bring none of the kids into the criminal system throughout the school year and have inside resolution where all parties are satisfied and it, and it fits whatever happened, I think that's the ultimate win. And everybody gets to go on and have successful careers and move on to the next grade, that's what we want. And why don't you guys tell us about the schools that you're responsible for? I know each one of you has uh, different schools that they're responsible for, so why don't you tell us, uh, why don't you tell the viewers where they expect to see you and what activities you guys are involved in specifically? Well, we're at Brennan right now and that's one of my schools, so go Cardinals. It's great. Brennan's a ton of fun, and I'm not just saying that because you two are here. But uh, I also have St. Joe's, which is uh, out east. I have uh, Holy Names and Catholic Central, and I also go and visit St. Mike's as well, which is our uh, adult education uh, um, school. And a lot of I find that a lot of the students that are at St. Mike's are the parents of my students at Catholic Central, so they kind of marry up. And and those are the schools that I have. I have Assumption uh, and Lajeunesse and Catholic. So I have the two French schools and you know, I love it. It's, they're, good. they're all good kids. Both schools are great. All three schools are great. And, uh, and we just, the roles are just helping uh, facilitating the principals and vice principals with 
you know, like a liaison between the police and, and the schools. What do you guys think are some misconceptions about high school resource officers and what do people think about you that are not true? I think they think we're here patrolling the halls. First thing is, what's happened? Why are you here? I don't think they have a complete understanding of the program and what we're doing and that we're not out to enforce things in the hallways. The teachers enforce things, we're just here to support them. And I think if, if that information got out, uh, their guard might go down a little bit. They might be more open to walking up and starting conversation about some things. And I've noticed since I've gotten out to some of the sports after school, that's starting to open up a little bit more, so they're starting to see that. Yeah, this is not our domain. This is the school board and the principals and vice principals and teachers. This is their domain. We're just here as a, a visitor, right? Like we're here to help them, to help the students. Uh, we're not running the show here by any means. We're just here to help out. Like Tracy and Ron both said, we're just here. To when I, the beginning of the year, the beginning of my job here, kids were a little reluctant. They see me, oh, what's, what's the police doing here? Now, you know, I'm a jokester. I like to joke with all the kids. And now they say, come in, high fives, you know, and, and they see that you know, not all police are just there to punish you. We're here to hang out with. You can talk to me about anything. And, and as was said earlier, we have experiences that, uh, that not very many other people have, but can connect to certain kids. Right? So a lot of kids are going through things that and we can relate to these issues. Like really, we're here to make a connection with the kids because down the road, they might need us and we want them to feel comfortable coming to the police if they need help. That's the most important thing. We don't want them to be afraid of us. We are people too. I have kids and they're you know high school age. Like I, I know the issues that are going on in schools. So we're here to help them out. Another important part of the program is delivering presentations. Um, can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, well, we provide uh, several presentations. It depends on what the school wants. Uh, typically, we will uh, give our presentations to grade nines because they're fresh into high school, what to expect. Uh, we talk about drugs and alcohol. We talk about relationships, uh, human trafficking bullying, all of typically the hot topics that need to be spoken about when you're entering the school system and what you're going to, you know, what you might run into at school and how to deal with it, more importantly. Uh, we also have a Unite presentation mm -hmm. that we've started to give uh, or regarding racism. Yes. So a lot, of the, a lot of really relevant topics that we feel that the kids should have, and, all, and these are presentations that the school board uh, approves of as well. Thank you for tuning in to um, our podcast here, um, and thank you to the Windsor Police for having us as Yippies this summer. i just like to thank all the officers we've worked with. Um, all the officers we interviewed, we got to interact with the most, So, and I thank you guys for the experience that you gave us, you provided for us. Thank you guys for being here and letting us interview, and we I've been very thankful to meet all of you and have personal connections with you now. Oh wait, we forgot to ask. <laughs> uh, we asked everyone, who's your favorite youth? Oh! You guys have to answer Ava. that question. Ava. 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 She's not right here. She's not here. I tell her you, so. I love it. Yeah. Well, you won, you won, Ava.